Lewis Brackpool, my friend, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Rebel News Live daily podcasts, live streams, whatever you want to call them. They're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, of course, if you want to listen there. We are on Rumble, Getter, SuperU, Odyssey, and YouTube as well. You can get your paid chats to us on Rumble, Odyssey, and SuperU because we love to hear from you. We love to read your messages, complaints, comments, um, British questions, Canadian questions. World Economic Forum questions is uh, what Lewis is getting a lot of lately, aren't you? Oh, yes, I am. Yes, it's been brilliant. I like talking about it now. It's great, even though yeah. it's pretty blackpilling. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's enjoyable. It really gets your blood flowing. Your Jimmy's <laughs> rustled, gets the marmalade on the toast with the beans. And you oh, can tell us about it. it. You can tell us about your favorite British meals, or you can tell us what we're doing wrong or what we're doing right. You can tell <laughs> us to get to the topic at hand faster if you want to. <laughs> we will read it on air, and I'll only get a little bit offended by your insults, as long as they aren't about my hair or general face at all. So the first thing we want to talk about, Lewis, is we're going to get to some UK stuff. For your audience, mm. it's it's almost tea time there, um, <laughs> maybe an hour out, checking my non-existent yep. watch. And we've got a lot of news from the UK, a lot of silly mm. stuff, frankly. We got some more serious t- stuff coming with Boris and microchips that they want to put in your hand. Um, which was mm-hmm. started in Scandinavia, I believe, and now England's like, why not? But let's start off by telling everybody um, about TikTok suspending some farmer. What was that about? Yeah, let's have a look. So TikTok has suspended a celebrity Welsh farmer. Uh, personally, I'd never heard of him. But um, for bullying and harassing vegans mm. uh, after he posted a video of himself with a turnip whilst explaining vegetables are fertilized with livestock manure. Unbelievable. (laughs) So that rattled a lot of people. Um, So if we scroll down and have a little look, it says, a celebrity farmer was kicked off TikTok for making lighthearted videos about vegans after he brandished a turnip while telling them (laughs) there is no such thing. (laughs) Yeah, there is no such thing as a cruelty-free food. And, of course, you can see the photo of him uh, brandishing that turnip uh if we scroll down as you can see right there he's, uh, yeah, he's got really a turnip he does <laughs> he's not got a license for that one <laughs> um so uh yeah it says welsh farmer gareth win jones or gareth win jones number f- uh-huh. uh, well, 55 years old uh, was booted off tiktok after making a video um explaining that cow manure is used as a fertilizer for vegetables mm. and that there is no such thing as cruelty-free food. Thoughts, uh, my good Canadian friend? What do you think? Well, 75% of people in Wales are named Gareth, I'm pretty sure. Let's get that out of the (laughs) way from the beginning. But uh, uh, my opinion is that TikTok doesn't want anything to be spread other than things that ruin your society. Uh, China steals your your data, your keystrokes on that. That's why I don't use it. And otherwise, they want to promote, you know, young girls doing stuff that they probably shouldn't be or they want to mm. promote you know mental illnesses and that should and that gets artificially pushed to the forefront and you know mm-hmm. that's how you get popular on TikTok because China wants to destroy your society it's not a conspiracy theory what would chi- what does China already do try to give yep. you misinformation and destroy your society covid might be mm-hmm. one of them and uh what's a better way to do that get kids addicted to an app that degenerates them and gives them poor morals and outlooks on life and that's why you know billy sue with 13 genders and six uh (laughs) pronouns is pushed to the top of that there's even that genre lewis where it's outside of people explaining what their pronouns mean there's that genre of people who have i'm going to assume some sort of form of schizophrenia where they say i have six people living inside me john sounds like this alice sounds like this I'm Lewis. I sound like this. That's exactly how it yeah. goes. So that's my take on that is that anything that's, you know, not uh, not denigrating society in a sense is probably going to be taken. They, they take the super woke approach on that. So that yeah, that's how I you think... keep people on that platform, I think, and keep it mainstream. Well, this is it. I think you made a, a really great point, especially with um, how they filter the algorithm as well and what they want um, kids or anyone who uses the app to see. It's mostly just, uh, yeah, pure degeneracy. Uh, I have to admit, I only use it for the memes, but I do feel as though my IQ does drop every time <laughs> I open the app. So, um, yeah, I need to delete it and get rid of it, really, because the CCP are watching. That's true. 
and uh, mm-hmm. we'll know once you start wearing like Chinese clothing. All of a sudden, you don't even know it. I just bought it. It's just on my mind. Um, yeah. From the completely silly to the, I guess you could say it's st- still very silly, but it's less so when it has victims involved. I guess from Metro, mm-hmm. an ex-soldier mm-hmm. exposes her penis mm-hmm. and used a wheelie bin as a sex toy in public. So this guy, sorry, Twitter. <laughs> who used to be a military member, I guess, and his pink mm. hat, mask outside, has been going around exposing his penis to people. Um, <laughs> I'm just picturing in my head people cutting this clip. That's what my hesitation is here. Uh, a trans sex offender lifted her skirt and exposed herself three times in one day. So I was reading this earlier, Lewis, as I'm sure you were frantically looking for video footage <laughs> of it um rubbing themselves um humping a fence i believe and then flashing other people which for some people i guess is uh we want to give them credit and say and use their proper pronouns but for a person who clearly has something wrong with them who has 17 convictions for offense that's what i don't get this is clearly a terrible person but we want to adhere to their preferred pronouns by saying she has 17 convictions for 22 offenses, including sexually insulting an underage girl. So this is a a literal, we'll say, alleged for legal purposes, pedophile flashing themselves in public. But let's be fair and adhere to their gender pronouns. Can I just say, it says there, Thompson was already on the sex offenders register before she had come out as trans uh, when she was legally named Andrew McNabb. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Andy McNabb was that uh, it can't be the same Andy McNabb, obviously the book writer, the the ex soldier book writer. It can't be. I hope it is. I that would make their <laughs> books way more interesting. <laughs> That's a very famous um, book writer, basically. If J.K. Um, Rowling yeah. became trans, wouldn't you go back and watch Harry Potter? Just like the Matrix, sure. where they just retroactively say, "Oh, it was all about trans people all along." Yeah, looks like we're yeah, in, in we're in deep for another trans cast here today on Across the Pond mm. with Lewis and Andrew. Um, while producer looks that up, I just think um, it, I don't know. Would they be charged in England for not adhering to the gender pronouns in uh, text in speech like that? Well, it's a bit of a, a grey subject, really, when you talk about speech and then you talk about the trans subject because, uh, yeah. Basically, everything is a crime over here. Um, <laughs> thought police is uh, in well in in a, in massive swing over here. So, yeah, I <laughs> I don't really know what to say. Really, it's yeah, I've got nothing to say other than it's not very ladylike. Send um, us your rumble story. rants if you <laughs> if you think that you'd be arrested in England for that or anywhere else mm. in the world. Um, and then a rebel news story message that we got uh, uh earlier today and uh, i was told it wasn't covered yet so i made sure i wanted to cover it with my good my best bloke lewis um rebel news story written by internet's ian miles chong i believe if we can pull that up it is a story about an inmate we're covering all of the uk here we've got wales we've got england and now we're covering scotland transgender inmate who identifies as baby demands diapers baby food and hand holding and as to my Understanding, Lewis, is that they're giving it to them. Uh, Prison officials have reportedly provided a pacifier to the convicted killer named Hannibal Lecter Jr. So obviously you don't get that nickname unless you're seemingly psychotic, at least. Or Mm. maybe you just like wearing the mesh mask and hissing at people. A transgender inmate Mm -hmm. born a biological male who was serving life in prison for strangling a cellmate to death in 2004, is now demanding to be treated like a baby by prison staff, requesting to be given diapers and baby food. Convicted killer Sophie Eastwood, formerly known as Daniel, was sentenced to life in prison after strangling a cellmate, uh, R.I.P. fellow criminal Paul something, with shoelaces. I thought you weren't supposed to have those in prison. The 36-year-old convicted murderer has now told the prisoner governor at Polmont Jail in Scotland, of course, of their desire to identify as a baby where where nappies. I like how Ian, <laughs> a Malaysian guy, is giving you the vernacular you need to wear nappies and have meal, <laughs> meals blended into baby food. This seems like a lot of work for the prison staff. Eastwood has also demanded the prison guards hold their hand when being escorted in and out of their cell. No. I mean, no. so you get convicted of murder in prison, become transgender, I, and... Uh, and probably go to your preferred j- prison. Is that not true in England as, as, it, as it is in Canada? 
there's been cases there, there's been cases in the uk of um of prisoners basically changing their uh their gender um over to female in order to go to female prisons and um because they believe they'd be safer. I mean, I don't know why you're yeah. laughing, you bigot. <laughs> um, so this is uh, this is becoming common practice. I'm laughing at the I, at the thought that they wouldn't adhere to this. That they wouldn't adhere yeah, well, to it. It's the proper thing to do. Yeah. Um, well, I remember debating um, a few females about this because some of them are saying, "No, it's it's fine." I'm mm. like, "Do you not actually understand the <laughs> the detrimental?" Um, <laughs> outcomes of doing this. If, if you think a killer, okay, just decided <laughs> decides to change gender uh, during his sentence and then go to a woman's prison, okay, all right. Do I need to say more? It's basically sideshow <laughs> side Bob from the prison from the Simpsons. You just believe him, and he gets out. Yeah. And these aren't. It's not like we're talking about regular people here. These are probably people. If they're in a penitentiary, they've committed a serious crime, and then they just yeah. want to jump ship to another prison. In Canada... Yeah, this is prison. Yeah, and I think it was in 2017 in Canada where somebody got transferred to a women's prison for the same British Columbia prisoner trans transferred to women's prison, male prisoner. That's probably mm. something we can Google. We got our own, like, producer Jamie here. Like, it's great. Like, on Joe Rogan experience, you got Jamie, uh, but we got Olivia, and it's such a... Such a great resource to have her in the back there. There we go. <laughs> Bring that up, Olivia, please. Transgender inmate wins right to move to federal prison for women in BC. Now, there is a further article. It might be harder to find. It was on a smaller publication. But that person then requested to be, I believe it was waxed or get laser hair removal off-site of prison. So they wanted to have the right to leave prison to get laser hair removal which, of course, the other women in the prison don't get. They just have to use razors. And they also wanted halal meals to, on, top of every, on top of everything. Well, I just need everything. Um, yeah, so, well, it's it's not equal rights. It's special rights, isn't it, by the sound of it? I think we found it. The trans woman in mass oh, prison must receive laser conservative, federal judge says. Um, so that's an update. I guess I wasn't completely on that story from five years ago. What's the date on this from feministing community which lewis reads every day <laughs> every day well there you go this is going on 10 years ago now wow um wow. so this is canada in 2013 trans woman in prison must receive laser hair removal uh truly disturbing um we've covered all the crazy stuff from wales scotland england still looking for your report in belfast uh lewis <laughs> There's a nice yes. documentary on Netflix about the Irish Beatles, if you've ever heard of that. Um, two of them were killed in, uh, <laughs> by IRA, I believe, police in, uh, mm. in Northern Ireland traveling. Fun, fun Netflix documentary. But for some more serious <laughs> stuff, if that's not serious enough, Lewis, British Prime Minister <laughs> Boris Johnson and the Chancellor yes. of the, what is that, the Exchequer, Rishi Sunak? That's you wanna, the one. You want to tell everybody about that? So, um... Partygate was a big subject uh, because ITV ran a an exclusive um, where they had evidence that Boris Johnson and members of his cabinet and journalists were partying away during lockdown where everyone was, of course, told to stay at home to protect the NHS to mm -hmm. save lives. And during that time, Boris was basically having a booze up in Downing Street uh, with a load of his mates. And... They've been found out. They lied in the House of Commons. They said, no, I, I didn't think it was a I thought it was an appropriate uh, party. I didn't think it was that much of a big deal. Um, Rishi Sunak, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, uh, turned around and said, well, uh, no, I don't remember that at all. And <laughs> and the ones that I do remember, uh, no, it wasn't that much of a big deal. Uh, well, they've been found out because the Met Police have done an investigation and they've been caught. They've been found out. Uh, and they've received fines. Now, sources tell me, I say my sources, and it's uh, Nigel Farage explaining. <laughs> um, and he, he was saying that uh, apparently they've both been fined a mere £50 for this. Mm -hmm. And you think we've been doing the Fight the Fines um, campaign for a while now, where people have been unjustly um, taken to, to court um, and fined thousands and thousands yeah. of pounds. Yeah, these guys do the same thing. 
practically or not even they don't even do the same thing apologies none of the fight the fines cases it was all unjust and these guys they do it purposefully um behind their back and what it's 50 pounds it's a slap on the wrist and that's it um i i believe that lawmakers cannot be lawbreakers really even if it is a silly rule and i think the lockdowns are a complete mess i don't think how spicy can we get are we on youtube we can get all the way up to cayenne pepper, I think. Okay, right. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, lockdowns, not very effective, as we've seen. And, <laughs> sorry, I'm just trying to mitigate this because I, I don't, don't want to go too spicy. Is that not against the rules? Okay, well, yeah, they didn't work, as we know. And it's been detrimental, yet... <laughs> It's, it's okay for them to, to make the rules and then bend them for their own liking. So I don't see that as fair. I don't see that as just. And I think they're using now the Ukraine war as a way to say, well, there's a war going on. <laughs> so calls for us to resign is not actually a good tactic. It's not going to help. We're trying to help Ukraine. We're, quite, we're trying to do as much as we can over there. So calling us to resign isn't actually going to do anything. Um, Putin's they both at the need gates. to resign. Yeah, Putin's so, at the I Abbey. Yeah, basically, he's in Downton Abbey, and they're sitting there waiting for him. If you guys but, didn't yeah. know, uh, Lewis had a short role on the show Downton no, Abbey. He's one of the no, kitchen hands. Yes, you were. Don't be sh don't be shy, Lewis. It's okay. No. Uh, you know, in the basement part where all the kitchen aides are, the help is those people kind of change every season. Lewis had a brief uh, two episode stint there, a non talking role, Fake but he was news. there. He was there nonetheless. You mentioned Fake that uh, they lied in Parliament. I believe in our wonderful Commonwealth countries. You have a thing called parliamentary pr privilege, so you can basically say whatever you want. You could admit to a crime in parliament and it can't be used against you. I'm pretty sure. Do I have that right, or are you able to prove me wrong? Um, Moving I on. Nice fact-checking. <laughs> nice fact-checking. I so, don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> that's right. Uh, we'll just say uh, Boris Johnson told me so. So <laughs> one of the things we mentioned in the title, of course, and I mentioned it off the top, but Scandinavia had chip implants for... Mm. your covid vaccine status so that was like your vaccine passport and it was great it can also be used to get into your office building you can also use it probably to order amazon but now um bbc news is reporting that there is just a wonderful microchip that lets you pay with your hand now you can just clearly nothing wrong with putting radio waves directly into your bloodstream and you know what happens if somebody like hits you and a piece of the <laughs> microchip breaks loose under your skin that's what I would like to yeah. Um uh, You want to blow that up a little gonna... bit and read it, Lewis? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll read it in my lovely accent that you <laughs> love so much. Um, so it says, the microchip implants that let you pay with your hand. Hmm. Um, right. Now, I'm going to get his surname wrong, but we'll give it a go. Patrick Palman. Uh, causes a stir whenever he pays for something in a shop or restaurant. This is because the 37-year-old doesn't need to use a bank card or his mobile phone to pay. Instead, he simply places his left hand near the contactless card reader and the payment goes through. Now, I'm no doctor, but in the long run, surely that's going to cause some sort of like radioactive cancer. turn into like... Spider-Man? I don't yeah, even basically. see that many people, Lewis, paying with their phone. Like, I've probably seen it 20 times. And I don't live in uh, mm. uh, Doncastershire either. I live in a <laughs> in a big city. So they're just skipping yeah. over phone payments. That didn't work out too well. So I don't know, let's go right to our hand. And obviously it's being written as, how convenient it is. You want to go on and see what else that says? Yeah, sure. It says, the reaction I, reactions I get from cashiers are priceless. Ha, funny joke says uh says mr Pormen, uh, a security guard from the netherlands uh he is able to pay using his hand because back in 2019 he had a contactless payment microchip injected under his skin now i just want to say this was considered a conspiracy theory and people were mocked i think we owe certain people an apology i'm not going to say their names we know who we're talking about but I think we owe a lot of these people an apology because people were ridiculed for saying that people were being injected with microchips, and it it's happening. Let's try to think of something that hasn't come true from the past two to three years of like COVID-related conspiracies. Um, oh, 
That's spicy, that is. Yeah, um, well, if we're saying it's not true, what has not mm. come true? I'm trying to think. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. The, here's one. I don't think, though. and maybe we're, I'm going to get some emails about this, but that's fine. There's no, like, when people try to stick a magnet to their arm after getting the shot. I'm pretty sure that's not true. <laughs> yeah. like, well, with like, the spoons and that all over <laughs> the people's bodies. No, yeah. I think you're just watching a spoon performance. It must be an English yeah. thing. You must spend the spoon or whatever from the Matrix. Bend the um, spoon. But maybe bend spend the, spoon, the spoon, not spend it. I'm thinking of this just, bloke with his contactless hand. Spend. Spoons are now the currency in the Matrix, Lewis. I haven't seen you the new one. you got a license for that spoon, you mate. you got a spoon license, bruv. <laughs> you think you can just cross this bridge with them spoons, bruv? Your well, kitchen it's, knives? it's building back better, bruv. So, right. you know. Um, yeah, no, th this Go is ahead. the strange thing. Uh, I was just going to say this is the strange thing. People are mocked as conspiracy theorists for uh, for saying that this was a reality, and then everyone jumped on and started going, oh, oh, that new ship, uh, and started saying all that. And, um, exactly and now look at they them. They're, they're being it's exact, in the same tone as well. And uh, <laughs> so now they're all not really talking about this. They don't want to talk about it because, you know, it goes against what they were saying uh, almost two years ago. So very interesting. If we throw that back up, he even says how painless it was. It wasn't. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't see the word. Just word go and get used. it done. The microchip was. Go um, and get it done. Procedure hurt as much as when somebody pinches your skin, says Mr. Powman. Well, I don't want to be lovely? pinched. And see what else it says. This is interesting. I want to see how much more they play up how great this is. First implanted back it into a human in '98. Only in the past decade has been available commercial commercially. Um, hmm. British Polish firm. Uh oh. Walletmore says that the last year became the first company to offer them for sale. The implant can be used to pay for a drink on the beach in Rio because or a coffee in New York, a haircut in Paris. You don't want us French people cutting your hair. Or at your local grocery store, says founder, chief executive, Wojtek Praprota. <coughs> it can be used wherever contactless payments. So just get it, Lewis. What's the deal? And this yeah. is, I'm pretty sure this is exactly what we went through when we talked about it with the Scandinavian microchips. Just get it. That's it. Just get it. Just What's get wrong it with done. you? Yeah, gun, just it's do like it. a pinch, mate. And if a criminal cuts your hand off, you can still use it. That's so true. You might as well. <laughs> That's going to create a, a problem if somebody is just like, give me your microchip, bro. You don't if you don't yeah. need a pin, you don't need a pin if it's just contactless. Maybe it's got the hundred dollar limit like uh, most debit cards here. Is that what you call it there? Debit? Or do you call it interact? Call it. No, debit cards, mate. Okay. Debit cards. No, don't try it. Don't try that with me, mate. Don't try that with me, mate. <laughs> is there what is there anything related to that, a word that we wouldn't use here that you can think of? It's so fascinating to me. What the what debit cards? What something to do with is there anything you call it? You. Anything you call your credit cards, your debit cards, uh, some colloquial term? Not off the top of my head, mate. Give me a piece of plastic, mate. Something like that. Yeah, give me a plastic, mate. <laughs> that means something totally different in different circles, Absolutely. Lewis, I'm sure. Toronto Sun sure. published them uh, a story, and we know how much of a friend of the Toronto Sun I am. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. BLM defends using donations to buy multi-million dollar home. Now, BLM bought this huge mansion in the United States. One of the founders, um, radical Marxist lesbian founders, bought three homes as well. And then in Canada, they bought one for $7 million or $8 million. It wasn't even reported until now. And it happened last summer because, you know, Canada is very strict about our, uh, our identitarianism and defending it. So they've defended themselves here using donations to buy their million-dollar home for, I guess, the third time. Let's scroll down. This is by somebody at the Toronto Sun. Shout out T-Sun. Um, the group used $8 million in donations to buy the home in Southern California, of course. New York Magazine reported, there have been a lot of questions around the purchase of the creator's house in California. Despite past efforts... BLM GNF recognizes that the new acronym. Pardon? It's like a new acronym, yeah. like LGBT. Global BLM. something fun, I'm going to guess. Recognizes that there is that. more work to do to increase transparency and ensure transitions in leadership are clear. In its barrage of tweets, BLM called the reports looking into the group's finances inflammatory and speculative and apologized for the distress this is causing our supporters who work in service of black liberation daily. It mm. added, we are doubling our efforts to provide clarity about 
acronyms work, incited <laughs> internal audit, tightening internal audits, of course, tightening compliance operations, and creating a new board to help steer the organization to its next evolution. Now, generally, um, Lewis, charities have to adhere to very strict laws and donation mm. and uh, rules and where they spend their money. It has to be completely transparent, but nobody's coming after them. They're just going to do a nice internal audit like the mob would do. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and who cares? We just want to be more transparent. We'll make sure in the future that any time we uh, buy a mansion, we're just going to make it sound a little better once we get found out. We'll unveil new shift initiatives, continue reshaping what radical philanthropy looks like for black people. That's great when they call it radical themselves. Who can reply? People Black Lives Matter mentioned can reply. <laughs> Taking a page from Michelle Rempel Garner. Loved, mm. beloved Canadian politician here. To uh, to add to that as well, I remember last year reading the New York um, Post, I believe, done a spread about um, BLM and the, the co-founder, I believe, or one of the founders, um, Patrice Cullors, who bought an airfield with the money. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> no. Um, Let's find that. Do you that. not see that? I don't, know, I don't know if Olivia can find that, but um, basically bought an airfield and uh, use this money in, well, um, in illegal ways, basically. And I remember I, before I joined Rebel News, I was writing for a, um, another um, company uh, called Red Liberty Media at the time. And I wrote an article about this and uh, <laughs> how basically people have been conned. All these people that have donated have been conned. Uh, and I was basically in more of the wrong for not supporting Black Lives Matter and their message uh, than to call out on their BS. So that was uh, that was quite interesting, well, getting all those uh, messages from ex-friends. Um, well, sorry, they were also in trouble a few weeks ago for two of the founders from a different chapter um, embezzling money and just paying themselves like seven grand a week. They went to Shake Shack. They went to Bubba mm -hmm. Shrimp. Uh, restaurant, the guy from uh, uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah, from Forrest Gump. They went and did all this, you know, middle income stuff and blew all the money. They had like a dollar fifty in their bank account or something, but they had thousands upon thousands of dollars. BLM taking some hits. Having said that, there should be a BLM person on my show very soon, <laughs> but hopefully he still comes on. Um, yeah. The Hill is reporting, <laughs> and you were talking about Ukraine being an excuse for everything. Joe Biden's going to give more money to Ukraine, God bless him. Um, when mm. he's awake, I'm sure he'll sign that. So on top of the, I think it's 13 or 14 billion they've already given. They're going to, they've given another 2.4 billion, I believe it, or 1.4 billion. And now they're giving mm. $750 million in military aid, of course, which means weapons. And it's some howitzer artillery. You're probably saying, Andrew, aren't howitzers from World War II? Well, now they have tracks on them so they can move them better. Um, it's not great. Uh, it's not what America has. It's not what China has. Probably not what the UK has. There's that artillery that can shoot and automatically move before it's round at even land so you don't know where it's coming from. They're not getting that in Ukraine. But it's sort of just like... Ukraine's clearly like not going to win like this like they're they're destroying a lot of Russian stuff don't get me wrong but like there's no real end to this war and it's like we need to pump more money into there so that we can keep this war going even though nobody's really talking about this anymore Lewis there was no. a they um and we're going heavy on the Toronto Sun here today but I um if you want to bring up this Hill article I just to just for sourcing purposes and uh, show you that it's talking about howitzer missiles. Uh, how how it's our artillery not that anyone on the hill probably knows what they're talking about but it's not cl clear precisely when biden plans to announce the new assistance the president has nothing to do has nothing on his public schedule on wednesday maybe uh, a, a nappy as well just like that prisoner <laughs> first report by reuters comes as ukrainian officials are pleading for more military help to fend off a barrage of russian attacks and then if we switch right over to the toronto sun producer olivia we can see who exactly we're helping and uh, it's Lewis, I won't even say that, the Azov <laughs> Battalion. I was going to say that, you, you know, I was going to relate nah, you yeah, to this. No. I won't do that on camera. Um, it's not fair. <laughs> only in my letters to you at night. Letters to Lewis by Andrew says, Canada failed mm. when it trained Ukrainian troops linked to the far right, says Nazi hunter. Um, I don't know what a Nazi hunter is, but I'll go one step further because they stole this from the Ottawa Citizen. It's not even their own article. 
They didn't just train people linked to the far right, they trained actual neo-Nazi battalions, who of course, as we know at this point, are part of Ukraine's National Guard. They've been part of the military since 2014, when they uh, had their new uh, Prime Minister, lovely uh, Vladimir Zelensky, put in office, elected by all the loving people. Um, and Canada trained them, they bragged about it, the Azov Battalion, and still some of the footage, as we've seen, as you've posted, Lewis, comes from Azov. And so mm. it's like they had to, they pretended like it didn't exist and they sort of had to admit it because they're the ones who fight the most ferociously on the front lines. And that's why mm -hmm. they got so much footage of it. And then they've sort of had to admit that, yeah, they're there. And then the BBC ran, an, ran a video saying, you know, there are neo Nazis in, in the British National, or <laughs> sorry, the Ukrainian National Guard, Ukrainian uh, uh, battalions there. But it's only a couple mm. thousand of them. It's not that many, Lewis. Yeah. They've stamped out most of the bad people. They're only in different political positions now. You know, the guy who started it, he's just in a different political, uh, he changed his political party's name. You know, the general or the commander that was kicked out because he said that they looted places. It's not like he changed his ideology. So none of them are really there, Lewis. It's only a few thousand yeah. of them that are still there. They're only on the front lines fighting Chechens, beating people in the streets, tying them to poles and such, you know, throwing paint on them. It's not... Uh, yeah. And then we let's, we have to do the obligatory, we don't support Putin either. We support Putin, mm. not Putin. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, and that's, it's sad that it's come to that, really. The fact that you can't, when you call out um, horrible, disgusting groups like the the Azov Battalion, you're immediately labelled. Well, so what? So you don't support Ukraine then? So Putin, some cockney uh... from the East End saying that to me in the pub. <laughs> um, but um, supporter, yeah, yeah well, Russian propagandist, Putin apologist. Yeah. Oh, so because I don't support these people. <laughs> Automatically means dudes. that I, uh, yeah, only them, only them. Um, and I think so, I think there was a spread recently as well saying that um, it was like, oh, this guy's only a suspected um, Nazi, and he had full blown Nazi tattoos all <laughs> over his back, suspected. all over his front with swastikas. The lot. I mean, he was kitted out Nazi like memorabilia all over him. But that, you know, he was only a suspect. It's, only suspected. It's only 900 people, Lewis. Imagine you are part of association, and this goes back to one of their politicians who was the founder of the neo-Nazi group, and he changed the name and mm. weeded out all the neo-Nazi sympathizers. Imagine you're mm. in the military or any group, and there's 900, let's say you're in a group of 10,000, there's 900 um neo-Nazis. You can even go further. The fact that you're just like, okay, that's fine, they can stay is insane. Mm. When I was in the Canadian military, of course we have black people, Muslims, whatever you want. If there is a, a group of guys, <laughs> 10, five guys even, who were neo-Nazis, first of all, they'd be like yelled at daily yeah. and they'd be kicked. As soon as they were found out, they'd be, they'd kicked, be kicked out of out. the military. But Ukraine, yeah. Ukraine doesn't... Ukraine can't do that. They need the mm. they need the soldiers. So let's use the neo Nazis while we can. Imagine there it was just like the the war in Afghanistan, which both of our countries were involved in, and it's just like yeah, we've we've sided with the Taliban on this one, but just for a while. Mm. And having said that, that does happen. Like the United States military, like we know what o Obama and Hillary did. Uh, we don't need to get mm. into that. But it's like yeah, we're gonna side with one extremely bad side to fight the other's bad mm. side, that I don't think there's any honor in that. Just like it's not like, let's ban Russia, uh, Russian oil, but Saudi Arabia is mm. fine. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, for context as well, I mean, you brought up a great point about the military, and if you support certain ideologies, you wouldn't get in anyway. For uh, people from the UK, if you want to join the military um, and they find out um, that you support some sort of far-right group. And I mean proper far-right. I don't mean like some centre-left bloke is upset with someone on Twitter that's conservative. <laughs> I mean like proper far-right. Um, you're talking like BNP, those sort of lot. Um, you're, you're literally, that's it. You're gone. You, you, there's, there's no second chance, absolutely. It's the equivalent, okay, is if... Um, I think Majid Nawaz brought a great um, comparison um, on his Twitter about it. He said it's it's like as if uh, ISIS had joined uh, the Syrian army or something like that, and they fought alongside each other or something like that. Um, it's about context. It's about understanding that 
these are hateful groups. They're very, very, well, more than hateful groups. Um, I mean, dipping their bullets in lard to kill Chechen Muslims is more than hateful. Um, and they brag about it on their on their social media. And the BBC are like, it's all right, mate. It's only a couple of thousand. Like, don't worry about it. And it's like, really? Are you serious? And there, I've been seeing commentators and um, and people resharing that that same BBC spread and saying saying, oh, what fantastic reporting! What brilliant reporting! <laughs> no, hang on a minute. It, it said two point one percent of people voted for um, a Nazi party in Ukraine. I do have these 2. statistics. Can you steal that for me. No, that was from the art. That was from the BBC article. Oh, I did um, my own math spread. on that. I didn't realize it was in there. I'll Go. find it in a second. Yeah, how how big is two point one percent of the vote? I mean, that's pretty big. Um, exactly. Okay. And they're like, oh no, it's only two point one percent, mate. Yeah, don't worry about it. I have some math that I did uh, along with all the articles that I made here. Um, first of all, they equated them to Mar Marine Le Pen in France in that BBC article. <sighs> there was a award given to the neo-Nazi group, and Huffington Post article did that. I should really do a video mm -hmm. of this. Um, the guy that yeah. left Azov. Um, is still a commander in the Ukrainian army, and the only reason he mm -hmm. was out of the Azov Battalion because he was kicked out for complaining that they loot and pillage things too much. Um, too much. Yes, oh. and there and Yahoo yeah. was claiming uh, talking about how cool he is in an article, how he kills Russians as they sleep. Um, a liberalism.org article: Far right group made its home in U far right groups made its homes in Ukraine during their their Western military training. And uh, CTV News also did an article that's one of Canada's biggest mainstream outlets um, where the Ukrainian military bragged about their Canadian training. But mm. uh, in terms of their voting, uh, there was 62% of voter turnout in 2019, which is approximately 25 million. And there was 2% mm -hmm. vote for the ultra-nationalist. Um, you can call them white nationalists. You can call them far right, whatever you want to call them. 2% of the vote was for them. That's over half a million people, Lewis. If half a million people voted for that's like the people's of thousand, party. Mate. That's uh, that's the Couple people's party in Canada. If there was an if the people's party Maxime Bernier had had those views, which they try to claim he does all obviously already, that's a massive amount of people. And mm. in Canada, um, there were seventeen million votes, and point and point four one percent is sixty nine thousand. So the ratio to how many people voted for this far-right group in Ukraine is like five, four or five times more than Canada's uh, independent voters, but, uh, but, independent but parties got. But the BBC told me, mate, sorry, no, no, sorry to cut you off there, mate, but the BBC told me it was only, it's only a thousand. It's weird how this pendulum has swung, where it's just like mm. people call, these people call people Nazis and white supremacists for like, let's say five years since Trump or something. And then real mm. Nazis, actual people wearing swastikas <laughs> and the, and the sun, and then the wolf sangle thing, people actually start wearing them, and they're like, no, it's not that big of a deal. They need them to fight, Lewis, so what's the big deal? And then, since we're above the narrative here on Rebel News, we told you about this a, like a month ago, and there's this crutch that people still have, and it's a, a, a collateral damage from COVID, I feel like, where people are still like, you know, people would lie about this and that, the media would lie about that, but they wouldn't lie about anything to do with the pandemic. They wouldn't of lie course. about a war. Putin's of evil. Course. And they wouldn't, there'd be nothing to gain from that. And it's just like two years ago, you were saying, you were sending me clips about how Joe Biden said, fire the prosecutor. Well, hot damn, he, he they fired him. And Hunter Biden laptop and everything is a year ago. Mm. And now all of a sudden, we're just like Ukrainian flag in my biography, bro. You, what, you don't support yeah. Ukraine? Are you Russian propagandists? Like, you don't have to support mm. two people, two sides, all the way across the world, just like you probably didn't have a side in the Hutus or the Tutsis, Lewis, when you were learning mm. about that in school. Just like you probably don't have a side in, like, Somalia v. Somalian militants 1, 2, and 3. Like, where is the consistency here? And, yeah. and, and I wonder what the reason is where people just, like, no, I need to. I need to support this. I need to show people that I support this. What benefit are you getting out of it? That's what I want to know. And I want to encourage mm. everybody to stay above the narrative and just sit back and like, let me just give this a couple weeks to pan out. Let me just uh, yeah. let me just check out both sides here. Is there a reason mm. why they're censoring everything from Russia? Is there a reason why there there's no footage coming from Ukraine? You don't have to support mm. either side. It doesn't mean you love Putin because nobody actually does. And maybe yeah. well, maybe a bunch of Russians and Belarusians do. I don't know. 
but uh, you don't have to take these sides. This isn't like nobody's going to think you're a bad person if you just stay out of it. And there's mm. and Jason Kenney jumped all over it, and the Conservative Party jumped all over it. And it's just like, why? Why did you think this is, needs to be a thing? And it makes you start to think of of who's telling you this or, or who's paying you and stuff like that. If you can't distinguish that both sides possibly have propaganda, then what more can I say to someone? Do you know what I mean? Both sides are going to be using the same tactics. So why not, like you just said, Andrew, just take a step back. Look at it for, for from an analytical point of view, not an emotional point of view. Yes, it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. War is horrible. And, you know, you don't need to sit there and explain to people or have to explain to people that you support the innocent. Okay, that, that's a given. Mm. Okay, and that's from both sides, by the way. I touch upon in my supply chains video um, and the narrative um, through that how... Um, once it was the unvaccinated that were the enemy and they were hailed as, well, not hailed, sorry. They were demonized as these horrible monsters. And now it's just the everyday Russian people simply because they are Russian. You know, there are so many examples. Um, the, uh, oh, what's it called? Is it the dog repainting that I that wrote about recently at the mm. British National Gallery? The Changed orchestra. It to, that's it. The orchestra, the, um, uh, Dostoevsky cancelled. Um, Mazepin, Formula One driver, cancelled because he's Russian. So um, what did they the do to him? Ukraine... I haven't heard about that guy. I know you're big on Lewis is big on the Formula One these days. You guys, he's waking up <laughs> yeah, five a.m. to watch racing. I don't understand it. There's no Super Bowl <laughs> in Formula One. <coughs> I love Formula One. It's great. Um, yeah. So what uh, they do Mazepin, to this guy? Uh, they basically he was he was dropped from the team. Um, he was he was obviously uh, put a contract through for the for the season this year, and he was dropped um, simply because of tight. Here we go. Fired Russian F1 driver announces. Oh, I've got my screen. Fun to help other excluded athletes. So basically, in in That's racing, it. you have to be hired by a team. The teams are sponsored by yeah. kajillionaires because it costs so much money to make the yeah. car, whether it's NASCAR or Formula One. And the team hires a driver. It's not some league where, all, yeah. where there's like all these guys. Um, and yeah, it's crafted. oligarchs, basically. Yeah, yeah. So you have to it's, be. It's, it... Sorry, mate. Um, yeah, it's it's basically oligarchs, and um, each team has them. You know, Lance Sto Lance Stroll has them. If if you follow Formula One, you know who that is. Uh, his dad's basically an oligarch, and basically got his son to be a driver. Um, so a similar sort of reasoning there, but basically because he's Russian, um, they've turned around and gone nah. See you later. Uh, we're not having that. And uh, Formula One is pretty woke. Obviously, we know about Hamilton um, and his views of being a vegan and uh, driving around in a Formula One car because that makes sense. Um, and, you know, lots of other things as well. Uh, you have to be double jabbed to even uh, work for Formula One and all drivers have to be jabbed. Um, so it is that sort of twist and turn. So in that, and that's no pun there, um, but that's the, uh, that's the, damn that's British the gist humor. of it. Yeah, it is. And you love it, because I saw that little smile of yours. If you could but, do um, me a huge yeah. favor and recreate the Mr. Bean where he gets ready for work in his car, <laughs> it wouldn't, shouldn't be too hard in 2022. You just strap a GoPro to the side of your car, and you're brushing your teeth <laughs> while you drive. You're changing while you drive. The toothpaste drops on the dashboard, and you scoop it up um, and continue brushing your teeth with that. Just really any sketch, five minutes of Mr. Bean, if you could recreate that, I'd... Pay I'll you upwards it. of one hundred Canadian dollars. Hundred Canadian dollars. Should we virtually shake on that? Yes, we should. I can't yeah, get as close to the camera. Just the <laughs> this is my favorite <laughs> one ever. It's on Amazon Prime. So I haven't watched it. it, but so you I, love it. I think I saw it enough as a kid. This really yeah. transcended across the pond, as we like to say, Lewis. This made it all the way yeah. to Canada in the early <laughs> and mid nineties. I watched it as a kid. It's it's brilliant and it's still so funny. So yeah. I recommend it. Oh, many times you never really told me. Oh, it's Kermit. That's Kermit. Oh, Piggy. Oh, here we go. Hi, this is descended into this chaos into now. Into chaos, yes. Yeah. Um, trying to think of any other voices I Starts can do. Starts doing voices. Yeah. Maybe you're mentally ill, mate. Maybe. Do you want me to go to Jesse Ventura? <laughs> you, you didn't know who he was, though. I don't know. No. Why don't you tell me? Um, <coughs> I'm a patriot. Um, Twitter, of course, Elon Musk is taking over there now. He denied mm. 
the opportunity to go on the board because it allows him to buy more shares, I believe, and have more control over the company. Mm. And also, if I'm uh, reading what I read correctly, being on the board, he is privy to certain rules, like you can't uh, share things publicly. So if he is not on the board, then he can possibly share their algorithm or possibly share other things that uh, only um, a majority stake owner would have. So Tucker Carlson did a big piece on this last night, probably to signal to Elon, like, please do this. Uh, let the president back on. Imagine it, Lewis, he just says, this is what the algorithm does to shadow ban people and we're eliminating it tomorrow. Could you imagine the and and the left wing backlash from this is we can't just have people saying what they want. This is dangerous. <laughs> this is a dangerous version of free speech. And MSNBC is yep. crying about it. And we've got this article from uh, the New York Post, I think, um, where Twitter is being a shit show for employees. I read something. I don't mm. know if it's true. So I'm just delivering you unknown facts here. Uh, maybe I should mm. we'll see if you can find the article about uh, people saying that they had to take a day off um, because Elon Musk really triggered them. I should really, if we're going to call Olivia, you know, producer Jamie uh, of Joe Rogan, we should really take that motif and be like, let's not, I'm not going to claim things before we actually look it up or it's otherwise yeah. I can just say alleged. But Lewis, what, what, what do you think is the outcome here? Do you think there is a, a plan at a foot at Twitter, at Twitter with Elon Musk, he's going to take away the censorship. He's going to take away all these stupid rules. He's going to let you edit it. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say, really, isn't it? Because, uh, it, no, it is really hard to say. No, I know. I know. It is really hard to say because you can only speculate. I mean, it is, it's a bold move, and he's been saying some positive things on Twitter, and he's been upsetting a lot of people as well, which I find very amusing, as do you do as well, Andrew. But um, to to speculate on whether he's going to be the saviour of Twitter, I don't know. It's hard to say. Knowing knowing Twitter, knowing its games, knowing how they like to play it, they'll find a way to stop him from doing something. And, you know, I, I think there's... It's one thing trying to predict uh, if... Elon is actually going to be able to pull through and do some constructive things on Twitter for free speech. But there's another where you've got psychotic um, people working for Twitter who <laughs> literally do not want people to express different viewpoints or viewpoints that they disagree with and they brand as harmful. Because um, you're putting them in danger. You're putting their lives in danger. Yeah, uh, with words, apparently. Right. Um yeah, uh, that's that's the that's the odd thing. So we've seen how Twitter works. We've seen the people behind Twitter and how they work. Do I think one man can just walk in and change it all? No, no, I don't. Not even um, if he's personally. the majority owner. I don't know. They'll, like I said, I think they'll find a way. They'll find a loophole. I want to be wrong, by the way. Please prove me wrong, Elon. Please just do well, with it. With what he did but, in Texas, he's moving that. He's putting a giant, you know, uh, labor camp. Let's call it in Texas. I'm sure they're paid very well. It's just a joke. Um, but what if he just takes? I'm taking Twitter headquarters to Florida. Then <laughs> you can probably have like a 50-50 split. That's one of the closest states to a 50-50 split that there is. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know. It's too hard to say. It's too early. Um, I'd be, I'd remain skeptical. I wouldn't bank on it. I think it's a huge move. I think it's a fantastic move. And if he can pull it off, I think he can, I, I think, do I think he can do it? No, I don't. I don't know why I'm messing up there. Um, Lewis but if Blackpill. he can pull it off, Lewis Blackpill. He's yeah. Turning if, into if, black pill mode. Yeah. I'm reading too much about the World Economic Forum. I'm pretty sad. Do you want to talk um, about that, by the way, before we move on? Do we have any uh, paid yeah. chats as well to get to? Okay, let's get to some of those. And I want to hear about your docu-series. Docu-series, yeah, mate. Voiced by Sir Patrick Stewart and Sir Ian McClellan. McKen mm -hmm. McClellan? Uh, Shauna Marie, G83. Rhymes. Have you seen Dr. Brian Artist's bombshell documentary, Watch the Water, premiered on the Stu Peter Show two days ago and already has two million views on Rumble alone? It's a must-watch. People have sent that to me. Um, mm, don't same. care for Stu Peter. Stu Peters is the guy who let Patrick King lie all over the show and, and do all these pretend things. Uh, maybe that's not completely his fault, but uh, 
Um, I have been sent the documentary. I haven't watched it yet. Um, Lewis, have you watched it yet? No, no, not at all. I've been sent it, but um, I don't know who who that is personally, unless a I should know. Professional hockey player sent it to me. I'll leave it to right. that clout cool. chasing. Cool, awesome, jealous. You know <laughs> the the British hockey league isn't what you hope it would be. No, um, no. Any more there? For my F one, mate. Okay, go ahead. Shall Lewis. I do this one? Um, GME Linda. Uh, G60. Oh, I love Rebel News. Uh, there's not anybody on Rebel News that I don't like. Okay, I mean the people who work for Rebel News. Keep telling the truth. Thank you very much, um, Linda. Let's pose Appreciate for that, that one, Lewis. Okay, Thanks, great. Linda. Thanks, Linda. Um, Appreciate that. A Babylon B has a hilarious... Oh, hang on. We got oh, another one. We got, we got another, another one. Go ahead. Uh, let's do that. Um, Mick3CA... People, pr please protest digital ID and social credit everywhere. You can, you can, you can, and immediately. Um, we don't need government to control all of our lives via embedded I microns. disagree. I disagree. Get the microchip, embed everything, <laughs> get your playlist tattooed on you. Um, get, get Elon to come around your house and inject it into your head. Get a projector screen printed on your body so if you go over to your friend's house, you can just stand there and be the screen. Just get it all done. Become the cyborgs. <laughs> I just watched the movie Moonfall. The moon is, is a robot. <laughs> Um, it's an AI system. What? The AI got out of control. Humanity got into a Death Star and came to Earth, and then that's the plot of the movie Moonfall. Watch it, I guess. Spoiler alert. Um, hilarious. Babylon B still suspended from Twitter, I think, but they have a video from one one of the uh, mm. employees posted, and they've got a Masks Anonymous, and then we've got another one after that. Let's show this one. This is from Babylon B. It's pretty funny. Hi, uh, I'm Mike. And I'm a maskaholic. Hi, Mike. Let's lose the mask, Michael. <laughs> All of them. Scarily accurate. <sighs> she puts one on because he's taking it off. <laughs> oh, she's putting them on that I he didn't dropped. Notice that. I didn't notice Come that. on, everyone. Mask off. If he could do it. So. What brought you here today? Well, um, <laughs> I lost it at Trader Joe's. I got into this screaming match with this little maskless old lady. And, and, I, and I almost went all Will Smith on her. <laughs> oh. I mean, she was just standing there with her, her face fully naked. <laughs> and then, and then, um, and she called me Mask Boy. No. Yesterday, <laughs> someone called me Masky Chen. But the mandate, it's gone. The old lady doesn't have to wear a mask anymore if she doesn't want to. I know, I know, but she's high risk. But that's her decision, though. Her body, her choice. Let, let's unpack this. What's really going on? Look, I, I've read the articles. I've seen the studies. If you compare places that had the mandates to places that didn't have the mandates, it's, there's really no difference. But the masks... It made me feel good. It made me feel like I was part of something. <laughs> this guy's a good actor. L like when uh, gangs wear uh, bandanas. Yes, sir. But why do the masks matter so much to you? Look, I've always been average. <laughs> average grades, average job, okay. even average height, All five right, foot let's, nine. Let's stop it now so people can go to COVID. Babylon B to watch the rest of that. I don't want to watch their whole video on here. That guy gives me a little bit, you know when Chris Farley used to act like he would get emotional? That's a little bit what I, what I thought <laughs> from that one. But, of course, the OG for this is actually Ben Bankus. It's almost two years ago he came out with this video, and we can play this full because it was on Rebel News. But uh, go follow Ben Banks on Instagram. He's doing shows right now at Yuck Yucks. Uh, he's got the glow up, as producer Efron would say. Let's play one of my favorite videos of all time, please. I'm wondering if Lewis has seen this. I've Volume, seen please. I wear the mask all the time. When I'm in the shower. <laughs> when I brush my teeth. When I drive. When I go to the grocery store. Oh, my. Hi, guys. Do you know where the masks are? 
Masks? Yeah, masks. Gloves and masks? Where are they? I don't see them. Is this a mask? And when I leave the house, I put on as many masks as possible to protect myself and others from the deadly coronavirus. I take this virus very seriously, and so does my husband. Yes, I am part of the LGBTQ community. Good night, babe. Hi, baby. I like wearing masks because then I don't have to be an individual. Amazing, amazing. The weirdest thing about masks is both my husband and I have gotten COVID seven times. <laughs> Please, wear a mask. Brought to you by Dr. Tedros, Klaus Schwab, and the United Nations. I think that's his best Amazing. video of all time. Amazing. We're almost I'm out of time. Do we have any more chats to get to? I'm off center now. I'm glad we Oh, uh, nobody else loves us. It's okay. We get our love just from each other, Lewis. I send you pictures mm -hmm. of British food. You send me hateful voice messages. I sent him a voice message last night. I'm watching this old Chef Ramsay thing. Um, and he brings a bus full of people to this restaurant. Ramsay's Best Restaurant, it's called. And um, all these people taste this food, and they're asking them. And every single time, there's English people tasting food. The description, it's like... Their way of virtue signaling is to prove how well they can describe how something tastes. Oh, that's just marvelous. Oh, that's just spectacular. Yeah. The plating on that the one. Quorum. The Yeah. The way he's placed it, it's like the flavors are exploding yeah. and you get all yeah. these different dimensions of the food. And I messaged yeah. that to Lewis and then he's just like, what are you on about? And I thought I was pretty clear. <laughs> he must have been in a bad mood. It was early in the morning. I was. You were? Why I is was. that? Who hurt you? Yeah. You. Okay. The night before, from your previous messages. <laughs> oh no, there's nothing in particular. Oh, okay. I'm just joking. <laughs> wow, was... You actually thought then? Oh, bless you. I felt bad. I no, felt I just bad wasn't then. sure what it was. I'm sure I've. Oh. Everything I send you is pretty much insulting, and vice versa. Basically. By the way, if you guys think that I'm the mean one at the office, um, or at the company, you haven't heard of Lewis Brackpool. David Menzies is pretty mean, even if you guys don't know that. <laughs> Um, producer Efron, even though he's a very nice man, um, you know, he just says, you know, I don't believe you. He says it in a nice way. <laughs> he calls me email boy. Um, just yep. all these harmful oh. things that are really hard for my psyche. And I'm thinking about being transferred to a women's uh, prison because of it. Yeah, you should. You'll feel safe there. What's the song of the day here, Louis, before we go? Good question. Uh, I think it's uh, it's got to be a bit of Fat Boy Slim today, like we, uh, like we spoke about earlier. Thank you for um, your paid chats. Thank you for watching on Rumble, Super U, Odyssey, um, 3mm Film, Getter. RebelNews.com slash Livestreams is where you get the best feed for your daily show where it's being hosted. So you won't miss it if you go there and subscribe um, to the mailing list. Subscribe to the mailing list. You'll get all the best videos. And you can choose what topics you get um as well rebel news store let's play let's bring that up before um sheila gun reed is always saying we need to promote the store more i give her empty promises and say i will but today lewis i will not be made a liar <laughs> truck off trudeau is still on there let's click on something random on the store let's go to yeah let's uh Vax scan. That's a that's the one of the day. Let's click on that shirt uh, because you can get it imprinted into your skin or under your skin. <laughs> and you notice, Lewis, how QR codes they tried to use that in marketing like six, seven years ago, and nobody wanted to do it. And now with COVID, yeah. they've just brought them back. Like, oh, we can force people to use QR codes. Like yeah. the gym wants you to use one. Grandma wants mm -hmm. you to use one. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure you have to use one to get yeah. tea. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd like to request um, Andrew Chapados to be to model um, for the next uh, push for the Rebel Store. If uh, I in all of these shirts, um, please, if that's okay. That's all my of pitch. them. Every single one. So you've got to dedicate a day to doing well, it. Well, do we have any uh, British... even the women's clothes? That's fair. That's uh, very progressive yeah. of you. Do we have any British-related clothes that you can model? You better come up with some. I will. I'll, I'll get some polos done. I think we're in need of some polos. <laughs> it's got to be European sizes, though, so it has to fit like 135 pound statures. Sure. Is that True. how much you weigh? And I am 
I am. I am a frail boy. <laughs> I heard Bill Maher say that he's 150 pounds. I'm like, he must be pretty small on uh, Joe Rogan. So thanks, everybody, for watching. I know we've taken up a lot of your time. We thank you for joining us every single day. My show airs tomorrow night with Dave Rubin. You want to catch that one. And Lewis Brackpool, you can find him on the journalism page. He's got reports coming out um, in front of CCAN. It's a very fun one. And, of course, his docu-series about the Great mm -hmm. Reset will be coming soon. And on Season 2, Episodes 3 to, to 5 of Downton Abbey, you'll also see him in the background <laughs> working in the kitchen. Play us out, Producer Olivia. Thank you very much for your help today. And Producer thank you. In, in the interim, um, Isabel as well. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, I'm Clive Anderson, and this was nice Blind Is It Anyway. Be the best performance. <laughs>